hundreds of workers could go on strike against Infinity Healthcare Consulting nursing homes as early as Labor Day, about 900 workers in total. Now, the nursing homes received a notice from SEIU Healthcare Illinois members last week, warning them of a 10-day strike. And if it happens, this will be the second time in only a couple of years. We're joined now by Crane Chicago Business Healthcare and Life Sciences reporter Catherine Davis with details. Hey, Catherine, welcome to Reset. Hi, Sasha. Thanks for having me. So I just mentioned this could be the second time in less than three years that SEIU workers walked out on Infinity Healthcare Consulting. So can I get you to just paint us a picture of what is happening right now? Like, why are they calling for a strike now? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, like we're sort of seeing across the healthcare industry, um, you know, a lot of there's a lot of tensions between the healthcare labor force in management right now, uh, tension that was, you know, sort of caused by stress of the COVID-19 pandemic. And specifically here at Infinity Healthcare Consulting, we're seeing about 900 nursing home workers uh, threaten to strike over what they describe as low wages and understaffing. The union, SEIU, has said that there is a 80% staff turnover rate across 11 of these Infinity nursing homes in the Chicago region right now. Mm -hmm. And they say that a lot of the reason people leave is because of low pay um, and that they're going to, you know, other healthcare providers in the area where they can get higher wages. And by low pay, I mean, I'm seeing here that it's, it's like poverty level, sometimes minimum wage pay is what folks are saying. Is that right? Yeah, that's what uh, union workers are saying. Uh, you know, we we've seen this across healthcare roles uh, in Chicago. You know, a lot of folks are paid uh, minimum wage uh, by city of Chicago standards, or you know, if they're out in the suburbs, wherever, um, whatever the the rates are there. Um, but it's not uncommon to see uh, these sort of wages. Yes. So these issues, then, Catherine, they're not new, right? Uh, seeing this understaffing and low pay in in the medical field. This has been happening. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and especially I think for the nursing home sector, right? I mean, in in settings like big hospitals um, and you know even physicians groups, you may see higher wages. But I think in nursing homes, um, generally where there is this lower level nursing talent, um, think CNAs, um, you know, sort of nursing assistants talent like this. Uh, these are often some of the lowest wage jobs in healthcare. Uh, you you know you typically see registered nurses, more advanced nurses. Of mm-hmm. course, physicians uh, get paid a lot more, and so we do often see this sort of struggle between these lower wage, um, you know, housekeeping, uh, lower level nursing talent. Uh, you know, in the struggle with management over over what they're paid. And, and that's only become worse throughout the pandemic um, as a labor shortage has really strained what these workers can do and, and, you know, what their day-to-day job is like. Yeah, let's dig into that. What are people saying specifically about their working conditions? Like how, how bad is it that day-to-day? Yeah, so, you know, what we've heard from union, from the unions um, and workers is just that, you know, there's typically too many patients assigned to one worker, um, you know, and this can create dangerous situations for the patients, of course, but also for the workers, you know, they their bodies are strained. A lot of this is manual labor, right? This is cleaning patients, feeding patients, um, you know, helping them with day-to-day needs, and, you know, 
a lot of the union workers have, you know, called these staffing shortages dangerous, um, you know, just trying to call attention to the fact that, you know, you may not work in the healthcare industry and really understand, you know, what that job is like. Mm-hmm. But if you have a family member in a nursing home, you are certainly concerned about, you know, what the working conditions are like and what that means for your loved one that's there. Yeah, let's let's dig more into that part, right? It's the, it's the care for the patients, that trickle-down effect. What are you hearing specifically, example-wise, of how the staffing shortage is impacting patients? Yeah, well, there's definitely, like I said, safety concerns. I mean, a, you know, a good example, I think, um, from actually a different uh healthcare provider in town was the Loretto Hospital mm-hmm. strike. Um, you know, that that was an 11 day or nearly two weeks. <laughs> I may not be right on the exact amount of days. Um, and, you know, there were workers there saying that, you know, low staffing was resulting in sometimes patients, um, you know, going without the care that they needed. Um, I think it was WBEZ that reported that, you know, there were federal reports of patients who had died at a Loretto, Hos- at Loretto Hospital because there were there was a staffing shortage and there wasn't enough care being provided. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, you know, that's, of course, on the most extreme end. But, you know, in a situation like at a nursing home, you could just see patients going long periods of time without seeing their provider, um, going, you know, longer in between um, getting proper medicines Mm -hmm. or cleanings um, and, you know, care of that sort. And so in this case here, what, what's the SEIU union calling for exactly? Lay it out for us. They're calling for higher wages, and they're also calling for a higher or safer staffing levels. So they basically want Infinity Healthcare Consulting to hire more people, but also to pay them more and give them, you know, the incentive to to remain in these jobs long term so that the facility won't be going through so much turnover on a on a regular basis. Can you also give us a rundown of, of which nursing homes the strike could impact? Yeah, so it's about 11 in the Chicago area. So that includes some specifically in Chicago, okay. um, like Continental Nursing and Rehabilitation Center, Ambassador Nursing and Rehabilitation Center. But there's also other facilities out in Oaklawn, Bloomingdale, Itasca, uh, and Niles. So. You know, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on all of those. I think one that really stands out is City View Multi Care Center in Cicero. Mm-hmm. This is a specific nursing home that's owned by Infinity, but it's been faced with sort of challenges and complaints since the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, all of the nursing homes on this list, they're also on a watch list by the Nursing Homes Abuse Advocates. It's a nonprofit that tracks facilities that have been found to cause harm to residents and uh, unsafe staffing levels and practices. So there's a lot going on in the world of Infinity Healthcare Consulting right now. Have you heard from them? Have they responded to the notice? Uh, no, they have. Well, they have not responded to Crane's inquiries about what's happening uh, with the you know potential for a strike here. And this is pretty par for the course for them. They have not responded to Crane's um, on a lot of coverage that we've uh, given over the years mm-hmm. on you know a lot of the labor issues, so they typically stay pretty mum on these uh, types of issues. But you know we'll stay on them. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just joining us, we're getting the latest on a potential 10-day strike by almost 900 SEIU nursing home workers. Now, these workers might go on strike as early as Labor Day, which is just next week. And to learn more, we're chatting with Catherine Davis, who's a healthcare and life sciences reporter for Crane Chicago Business. 
Remind us, Catherine, why were workers striking back in 2020? What were their concerns back then? Were they similar? Yeah, uh, they were similar in some sense. So workers were asking for raises. They said wages were too low, especially for the you know strenuous work they were doing during the pandemic. But the other unique part about that 2020 strike was that workers were really asking for personal protective equipment to help protect them, uh, you know, and keep them healthy while they were caring for a really vulnerable population. We also know that COVID was basically running rampant throughout nursing homes during the height of the pandemic. And, um, you know, during that strike, I think that lasted for nearly two weeks and workers were able to get raises. They got raises of about $2. And the union said at the time that additional protective equipment was provided to all the workers. Um, you know, but I think what came to light later in 2021 was that this Cicero location I mentioned, City View Multicare Center, uh, they were found to be in violation of uh, meeting a deadline to give workers and residents COVID vaccines. Mm-hmm. And so that was another issue that brought more attention to Infinity at the time. Um, and that particular Cicero Center was actually sued by Cicero's mayor um, over that and you know other COVID safety concerns. Wow. How are nursing home workers feeling right now, Catherine? I mean, I I understand they're feeling burnt out, right, because of the issues with with the staffing, but they also still want to be able to provide adequate care for these patients. You you tend to really start to care for the people you're you're caring for. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've seen workers uh, say they are exhausted. Mm -hmm. They describe themselves as being overworked. Um, They say that they are worried about the impact on residents and patients and what kind of care they're able to provide. I think what's also striking is that some of the workers also say that the wages are so low that this is not their only job, that they have a second job or maybe a third job to make ends meet. And I think that's sort of really telling about the severity because, you know, the jobs that these workers are doing are vital, are very important in many cases, life-saving work. And, um, you know, they say that they need to use, you know, basically all of their energy, their their working capacity to focus on doing that one job the best to their ability. I mean, and through your reporting, I mean, have you heard of any potential solutions here? I mean, how do you incentivize folks to come and work for organizations who are under fire, like Infinity Healthcare Consulting? Yeah, I mean, I think... You know, so much of this will come out when we see what management's response is, you know, if they are willing to raise wages, um, you know, that, of course, is a good recruitment strategy. Right. Uh, if they're if they're able to fill in the workforce shortage gaps, that will also help. Right. Uh, nobody wants to go work somewhere typically, uh, you know, where they know they'll be overworked or will have little help, um, you know, and we've seen. You know, some recent examples of management, healthcare management, uh, you know, doing just this. I think in the Loretto strike, you know, management agreed to raise wages. They agreed um, to, to, you know, work on the recruitment and retention strategies and get more folks in the facility mm-hmm. to uh, to help do this type of work. And so, it, you know, has yet to be seen what Infinity Healthcare Consulting will do. But uh, we know the union is certainly putting pressure on them right. uh, to keep up with, you know, what's. What, what, what are considered norms in the industry? Speaking of the union, when do you think we'll hear whether the strike's happening or not? 
So, you know, we're watching this usually up until the deadline. Um, so, you know, I think the earliest they will go on strike is September 4th. And, uh, you know, typically there's bargaining sessions in between the strike notice and the date in which the strike would actually start. And it is possible that the workers and management come to an agreement before that September 4th date. So we'll, of course, be watching. But if they don't reach that agreement, then we fully expect a strike to begin on September 4th. Catherine Davis is a healthcare and life sciences reporter for Crane Chicago Business. Thanks so much. Thanks, Sasha.